Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I'm not saying like have a chat with yourself, but also have a chat with yourself. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Grow and Grind, the podcast. I hope you are having an amazing week. Happy Wednesday. Um, today's episode is all about self-love, how to stop talking shit about yourself and gain your confidence back. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk all about your inner voice, how I battle that um, and why we kind of feel that need to talk badly about ourselves. Um, also within this episode, I touch on self-deprecating humor. Um, is it actually relatable or is it just a way of comforting ourselves? Ooh, a very chilled, chatty episode today, all about a topic that is really, really important to me. So let's get into it. I am so excited to record this. I planned this about a week ago, about a week ago. Um, and I've been so excited to record this. Like I did a lot of research for it. You're really going to see in this episode kind of things that I believe in. Um, this, these are really important topics to me. So I'm very, very excited to share my thoughts on this with you. Um, so I thought I'd firstly address the elephant in the room as to where I've been the past few weeks. Um, I know I kind of came back, was like, "Woo, I'm back. New podcast cover, new vibe. And then I left <laughs> again. Um, let's just say my life took a little bit of a a little bit of a turn um, the past sort of couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to talk about the positive things first, and then I'm going to go into the negative things and why why I actually took a break from all of this. And it wasn't necessarily an intentional break. I just needed time for myself. Um, you'll see in the reasons why why I needed time. But nevertheless, I've missed you all and I'm back and I'm really excited to be back. I have my coffee as always. Um, today I have a little cappuccino um, with a little bit of vanilla, salted caramel and vanilla, I think, syrup in it. Um, it's very nice, very good. I was going to make myself a fancy coffee, but it's really late in the evening. It's like 9pm. So I've got myself a coffee, which is really bad. I have a rule with myself that I can't have a coffee past 6pm but since recording this podcast it's slightly going downhill because I really like to record with a hot drink, preferably a coffee because that's the theme of the podcast and I also love to record in the evening because I feel like I am so like on it during the day, I'm like I speak faster during the day than in the evening so I'd much prefer to record 
at this time of day because I feel like I speak a bit more calmly and a bit slower which is the kind of podcast I like to listen to you know you can always speed up a podcast but slowing it down sounds a bit funny um so yes I'm trying to take the podcast a little bit slower but I do have my coffee my room is really cozy right now I've got my candle on my landlord if you're listening I don't have my candle on um and I also have my little salt lamp on um which I absolutely love it just gives off the best energy so I'm in I'm in high spirits this evening um even though I sound very chill because I'm very tired and very just relaxed like I've had a really chill evening I went to my boyfriend's and he cooked dinner and it was so good we had carbonara Mm, honestly delicious um but yes I'm back at mine now and I'm recording the podcast for you so I have kicked my boyfriend out for like an hour (laughs) so if you're listening hi I know you listen to all my episodes hey anywho I'm gonna start with my sort of highlights my peaks of my week you know I'm still working out what to call this section of the podcast because I kind of have like highs and lows but I feel like every podcast calls it that so I'm going to call it highlights and lowlights I think that's literally all that comes to mind when I say that (laughs) anyway um so positive things about the past sort of couple of weeks while I've been away autumn weather this is my favorite season Uh, it brings me so much joy and comfort I feel like for me autumn is always a season where I feel like I'm like rebirthed that sounded weird I'm never gonna say that again but what I really mean is like I feel like I am having a bit of a new start um I have a real thing about like the new year like I really like the idea of having a new start but I hate the pressure of it so I try to kind of do like whenever I feel like I need a new start I kind of treat it as a new year and for some reason autumn is always the time that that happens (laughs) um so I do love autumn. I love October, November time. And it's the 1st of November today. New month um, as I'm recording this. So yeah, I feel I feel really excited to enter a new month to kind of kind of cross October off because it was a weird, really, really weird month for me, um, as I'll talk about in a minute. But yeah, I I'm loving this new season. I'm able to wear clothes I'm comfortable in. Hot chocolates, cozy nights. Oh, it's just all a dream. I am so excited to be back in this season. And I feel like I, I'm i in a bit better of a mindset now than I was a few weeks ago. So it, it all, like, of course, always feels a bit nicer when you're in a better mindset. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I feel really happy that we've got to this point in the year I feel like I'm I feel like I'm ready for a new start you know whether that's now whether that's in January I feel like I'm just ready for a new sort of like okay let's try again you know um so yeah that's my first highlight for the past couple of weeks because that's really brought a lot of joy I've had a lot of like nice coffees with friends nights in with friends and it's just been yeah it's been really fun um my next highlight is that I went to London for the weekend last weekend well the weekend before last now um with my family having my family around me at a time where we all kind of needed it the most was really really special um and the whole point of why we kind of met up and went to London was 
for my dad's birthday. Um, so his birthday was at the beginning of October, but he had an operation and everything. So he wasn't able to like walk a lot, walk a lot. Is that the right thing? Like he wasn't able to like walk long distances and we always like to like explore London on foot. Um, and he wanted to do that. So we pushed it back a couple of weeks so that he felt comfortable and we all like had a really nice time and booked a lot of things. So we went up to the Sky Garden, which was really lovely. Um, we went to the O Wonder Cafe as well, which was honestly so cute. Like I love that. It was just positive vibes. The coffee is incredible. I bought some coffee. I like, I know I looked like an O Wonder fan. I know it. Like I know as I walked in, they were like, oh, here she is. Here's No Wonder fan. She's not here just for a coffee walking by with her parents, is she? She's here for No Wonder. Yeah, I definitely look like a fan because I bought that and a tote bag. However, it was cute. I like the tote bag. It's huge and it fits everything in and I'm taking it literally everywhere with me now. And the coffee, I have probably already drank half of it, which is quite bad considering it's been a week. But it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really nice to visit a few new places in London as well. We'd never been to Peckham, um, so it was quite nice to go visit there. Um, and we kind of went to a few new places, really. We just ate some really nice food, drank some really nice coffee. It was it was really nice, actually. It was, really, it was a really calming weekend, I think. I think we took it kind of as it came, rather than like rushing to different places which is a different kind of pace to what we usually have. So yeah, it was really nice. Another highlight um, of my week has been binge listening to Goes Without Saying. Now, I love this podcast. I feel like I might have mentioned it in the last episode or maybe in a video. I'm not too sure, either or. Um, I mention it everywhere to all my friends anyway, because I am obsessed with this and I play it as I'm going around the house, getting my coffee in the morning. Yeah, I am catching up. I've listened to so many episodes, but I just love their energy. I feel like I have very, very similar opinions to them. And I think, I don't know, it's kind of made me realize that, yeah, I should just say how I feel and not kind of hold that back. Because I think I was listening to an episode that they were talking about cancel culture and um, all about like, you know, we could say anything and be cancelled for it nowadays. Um, so just say it, basically, was the like kind of message of the episode. Um, and yeah, I really liked that. But um, yeah, there's been like a few highlights this week um, related to that. I think I've listened to a lot of episodes and got a lot of energy back when I've needed it. Um, I've been in a bit of a like rut creatively and just mentally in general. So it's been nice listening to a podcast that just... You can have a laugh too, you can enjoy, you can relate to. I feel like it's just a really neutral and nice podcast, you know? So yeah, that's something else I've been enjoying. Um, I've also been enjoying just food in general. I've been obsessed with baking banana bread. <laughs> I've baked probably four in the past couple of weeks and they are so good. I baked a chocolate one yesterday, which is new. I usually just bake like a normal banana bread, but I baked a chocolate one, which was really good. Um, I've literally got some right in front of me and it's tempting me so much to eat it but I'm recording the podcast so I'm not going to otherwise that will be a bit frustrating to listen to <laughs> I can imagine me cheering in your ear is not going to be the nicest to listen to so I'm not going to do that <laughs> but yeah I've been loving kind of baking and 
having that time out um it's been really nice i've done a bit of cooking recently as well I'm kind of getting back into the flow of that which i'm really really happy about um now i'm going to talk about the low lights now i'm going to kind of I don't want to talk about them for too long because a couple of these are quite low lows um, and the whole kind of vibe of this podcast I want to be very chilled but also motivational and happy as well because this is a episode I'm really passionate about and excited to create um, so I'm just going to quickly go over basically the reasons why I've been away from everything for the last kind of while um, so the first one which is kind of the main the main reason why I have needed to take time um, is my granddad passed away, um, which was incredibly unexpected. And it was none of us as a family knew really what to do. Um, we found out on our way to London, which was really, really difficult. Um, so we've been dealing with grief as a family and doing our best. He's happier now. Um and it was painless. So I think that gives us all a bit of a peace of mind. Um, so yeah, it was just a really unexpected thing. And it's hit us all very, very hard. Um, so I think that's something that has been kind of really on my mind. I've been trying to stay present with my thoughts about that. Because when my nan passed away um, a couple of years ago now, I kind of put my all and everything into work to kind of fill that part of my head that was kind of really sad and grieving um I kind of replaced that with I've got to be busy I've got to forget about it you know and I think that did me more harm than good so this time I've been trying to kind of take it a bit slower and to just really be present with my emotions and I think it's done me good in terms of actually realizing what's happened and and really keep him in my mind because that's where I want him to be um so yeah that's something that's happened which I haven't really I haven't spoken about at all online yet um because I haven't felt ready to but yeah I think I wanted to say that because that is one of the main reasons why I have been distant um so yeah I've just had to be gentle with myself I have had like a negative few weeks in terms of work like I've been in such a rut (laughs) like I I just feel like so many people are going through this at the moment it's it's like it's a universal thing that all of us are going through at once but it's really weird um I feel like there's been like a block not necessarily like creatively but more so personally like who am I what am I doing crisis um and I think a bit of like imposter syndrome as well like I've had a few things come through and I'm like I don't deserve this like and it's been a huge mind fuck um but hey we are getting there now I'm, I'm back getting back on track I've luckily had the support of my family and a few of my friends and my boyfriend so I feel very very lucky to have them um but yeah it's been weird being able to manage that and trying to manage a social life things like that it's been really really odd couple of weeks but I'm getting better I'm getting back on the right track so that's that's what we like to hear um and last on my low lights list is um teeth now (laughs) a bit of a weird one but um while my friend was over the other night (laughs) I my, my my tooth broke yeah 
I got a cavity. Um, and yeah, it really hurt. So I phoned up the dentist. I was like, hello. Well, technically I didn't. My mum did because I'm scared of phone calls still. But anyway, so my mum called up the dentist and went, yo, she's kind of her tooth's broken, help. Um, and I, now I haven't even met these dentists yet because we went to a new dentist. So I was already nervous to meet them because I really don't like teeth. I have a big fear of teeth. I should have started with that. I just, I really hate teeth. <laughs> They're not for me. I, I'm just not interested. I'm just, I'd rather if they weren't there, kind of, you know what I mean? I ooh, hate dentists, not for me. Anyway, so I was already nervous as it is, let alone going in with a cavity. So ended up going into my emergency dentist appointment and I walked in I was like hi nice to meet you uh whoops <laughs> yeah don't know what's happened here well it turns out um my teeth are rotting which is lovely a lovely thought knowing that they're just rotting up in there you know this is all wisdom teeth related I hate them Ugh. um why wisdom teeth a thing anyway so I wouldn't have known unless my tooth broke, which is a really nice thought. But anyway, I went to the dentist and I sat there and I had all these like x-rays taken and I was like, oh Christ, I am not enjoying this. Um, and and then <laughs> and then he was like, mm, so um, the way where your teeth are, um, you know, it's going to be quite painful to have them out. I'm like, oh, really? Do I need both of them out then? Yeah, 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 you definitely need both of them out as soon as possible. Oh, okay, brilliant. Um, first of all, this was not even a thought in my head that I'd need to have them taken out before my tooth cracked. So this, in the space of a day, my tooth cracked, had rotted teeth, and I needed to have my teeth taken out. And also, it's going to be more painful because I've got a small head. So my teeth are right by my nerves, and it's going to be more painful, apparently. So... Um, as you can imagine, <laughs> this hit me quite hard. Um, and let alone, you know, it being bad as it is, um, it's going to cost a fuck ton. Um, so, yes, it's going to cost me over a grand to get my teeth out, which I am not excited for. Luckily, my parents are angels and are going to help me. But, ew, teeth, rotting, no. So, yes, that's a low light of my week. Um because I really it's literally my worst nightmare to have to have teeth taken out like literally my worst nightmare I hate I just I cannot stand anything oh no not for me anyway I'm gonna stop talking about it because it's making me feel a little queasy um and I'm gonna get into what I'm grateful for this week because let's get let's get back onto a positive note because I feel like this episode has started very negatively um and that's not the way we want this this episode to be because this is this is a good episode you know three things I'm grateful for this week so the first thing I'm grateful for um which I feel like I've already mentioned really um is like the weather and the season change like I always I know autumn is like this like just a season but for me I always feel like it's a new start like you know like I hate to be like all Pinterest and Tumblr quotes and shit but like you know the leaves are changing I feel like it's a really obvious period of change and for me I'm seeing that the next couple of months are going to be a little period of change for me you know these are going to be the couple of months where I just try my best I just make things work so yeah I'm grateful for new starts and I'm grateful for um the opportunity just to complete goals that 
I haven't yet completed before the new year. Like I've still got two months. That's still a long enough amount of time to complete most of my goals, you know? So tomorrow, actually, I planned it into my calendar. I'm going to write out um, all of my goals, like from now till the end of the year and make them realistic so I don't feel any pressure, but also like they they are my goals. So I I want them to be kind of ambitious too. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to have that chance again. It's really exciting. I know it's just, I know it's just a kind of a mindset shift. Like nothing's actually happened, but I'm grateful for that mindset shift anyway. (laughs) Um, number two is the support of my couple close friends, my family and my boyfriend. You know, it's not, it's not very often that I really like need a deep emotional chat with people. Like I kind of just deal with it and move forward but since my granddad passed away I've really needed those close bonds more than ever you know it's made me realize that maybe some of the friendships I have are not as valuable to me as I thought they were or not as like strong um as I thought um but the couple of people that I have spoken to like it it means a lot you know it's it's been really nice to have those people that I know I can trust to go to um so thank you if you are listening um you know who you are and you've been incredible um I cannot thank you enough um number three um so this relates to the last one I suppose um but I'm grateful that I'm finally kind of figuring out more about myself and what connections I really value and what energies I want in my life I'm grateful really to have figured out who is supporting me and who's going to be there through my worst moments I give people so much of my time which maybe maybe I shouldn't but um I like people to know that they've got someone um and I haven't felt that I've had that many people um, over the past few weeks, um, which has been really quite a weird feeling, but, um, on a positive note, I feel like I have really worked out that actually the people I do have are the only people I need. I want to be able to discuss things with my friends without the judgment. And it's been really nice to have those people that will listen. You know, I got really stressed to my friend when my tooth broke, (laughs) so hi if you're listening sorry um sorry about that um I literally went to the bathroom I was like oh my tooth's hurting a bit let me just go check I've got something stuck in it oh it's gone um yeah let's just say I got very stressed and I was like oh my god teeth teeth I'm scared of teeth um but yeah it's just having those people that are so important to me has been especially important to me recently I'm going to drink a bit of coffee and then hop into the main part of today's episode. Okay, so today's episode, as I said, is all about self-love. It's all about to like stop talking shit about yourself. You know, you're doing great. A lot of the time we just belittle ourselves for the entertainment of others. And like throughout this episode, I'm going to talk about like, why do we actually do it? You know, you crack a joke to be liked by others, but what is the cost of that, you know? And so that's basically what I'm going to be chatting about. I've split this into kind of four or five different sections. So it is 
quite a long episode, but I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm going to just chat about how I feel, what I've been kind of witnessing, what I've seen, and in general, like how you can stop talking shit about yourself. The title of this episode is something that I've been trying to remind myself the past couple of weeks. The past couple of weeks have been quite a low time for me, and I keep having, I keep trying to say to myself, like, you don't need to talk shit about yourself to justify something. You know, like, for example, like, I've done nothing today. Okay, but have you? Or have you not worked or socialized because maybe you didn't feel up to it or you didn't feel positive enough to meet your kind of usual character? I think our main goal should be changing negativity more towards neutrality. You know, like, okay, I might not like my legs, but, you know, I'm aren't I lucky to have them? There's some people who don't have that privilege um, and it doesn't necessarily force you to necessarily think different, you know, but it changes your mindset to a more rational perspective to change it to something more neutral, you know, something like I hate this to I don't prefer this to this. Hate's a strong word and if you keep bringing that into life, you know, you'll end up hating a lot more than you like. (laughs) Whereas if you say, oh, might not prefer it it might be might not be in my preference to go and run a marathon I feel like sometimes we are quite harsh with our language and we don't really realize how negatively it's affecting us um so for example um saying like I'm sorry it's my fault to I apologize that this has inconvenienced you like it takes the issue away from you and it puts it on the action you know rather than actually on you personally something that I talked about I think in my first ever podcast episode which is no longer up because it was a while ago and I was very rusty um was that I have tried my best to stop saying sorry as much as I can because saying sorry to your brain says I'm doing something really wrong in this situation that I have to consciously apologize. If you make apologizing a more conscious thing, like if you're like, do I really need to apologize for walking on my side of the path? No, it's because someone walked straight into me because they were looking at their phone, but you still say sorry. You know, do, should I should I say sorry because I didn't dodge them or run away? No, they walk straight into me. Um and I think I always try to kind of hold myself back from saying that like I I try to hold myself back as much as I can from saying sorry not because I don't have anything to apologize for but because I don't feel like apologizing is doing anything to help me it's not benefiting me and it's not really benefiting the other person you know I really doubt that person would have gone around thinking oh I'm really glad that girl said sorry to me for something she didn't do wrong you know um taking the issue away from you um and kind of putting it on the action is really important so for example like saying I'm sorry it's my fault to oh I apologize this inconvenience you it doesn't put you as like the detriment of it you know if you're saying something is my fault you're kind of like oh oh shit that's another thing that's another thing I've done wrong um whereas if you say I apologize this has inconvenienced you have a good day that saying I'm sorry that this situation has not been great for you um have a good day that doesn't say oh 
like it's not a knock against yourself you know um so speaking to yourself with that gentle language if you like is just so much better like I found it really helpful um and that's something that I've done a lot like in the recent years moving more towards like negative self-talk when you're just sat there you're overthinking it's night time it's the evening you're like oh I what did I say earlier did I embarrass myself did I do this did I do that you know my best way of rationalizing my thoughts is to say it aloud you know if, if I say this out loud does it actually sound right does it sound like something I'd say to somebody else whether it's about them whether it's about me does it sound like something I'd look at myself in the mirror and say if you treat your kind of inner self as a separate person you know if you if you take out this kind of inner inner dialogue as a person and say would I say this to this person like completely separate from you you know that you wouldn't say that to anybody else so why are you saying it to yourself you know um because devaluing yourself and your actions and your work and your happiness and your friendships will take a toll on your self-esteem subconsciously also nobody cares like what you're thinking if you're thinking like oh this person must have thought I was too much this person must thought that they will think that for maybe a couple of minutes even if they think it at all and then they'll move on to something else you know think about kind of a group you've been in in the past or are still in now when they've bitched about people like do they really bitch about the same person over and over and over or is it one person and then oh next week they're on to someone else like that is the way life goes like people move forward they don't stick on things that have happened in the past and if they do then that's on them (laughs) that's not on you um and you shouldn't like bully yourself over something that you've done um so I think that was like the first kind of point that I wanted to make was just stop talking shit about yourself stop making yourself feel like you're doing something wrong by just being you because you're not you're not doing anything wrong this is kind of the big thing with confidence is that we always kind of seem like we're hating on ourselves which is really hard because you know there's enough hate in the world you don't need to hate on yourself too you know (laughs) why do we feel the need to talk so badly about ourselves you know like why why is that something that we go oh yeah okay the room's silent I've got to make a joke about myself let's put myself at the expense of this joke you know what do we actually consider as negative self-talk you know like what do we consider it is oh actually I don't really like my outfit or is it like I am a shit person like what do we consider as that you know and in my mind anyway like I see it as any sort of inner dialogue you have that is limiting the way that you live your life the way that you believe in yourself the way that you believe in others the way that you work the way that you live everything when thinking about why we actually talk badly about ourselves I think we need to kind of talk about the culture and society and why we find self-deprecating humor funny you know is it is it actually relatable or is it just because it puts someone else down i watched a video by jay dharma the title of the video is the science why self-deprecating content works she made this literally years ago and i absolutely love this video like it's 
so raw and real and I think she really talks well about it um, I'm probably going to cover quite a few points of the video but I will link the actual video in the show notes if you want to go and watch it um, her videos are great by the way <laughs> at least from my perspective as to how I see why we find this humor funny you know in general like it's in human nature to feel attacked if we see someone win you know we're all so competitive whether like you like it or not we are all competitive in some way um so therefore if you are competitive it's that thing of seeing somebody else do better than you feels like it's an attack on you you know whereas if you're seeing someone upset about the fact that they're not doing well or criticizing themselves you're seeing almost a reflection of how your inner critic sees you if that makes sense um which is a really interesting topic to look into by the way um but in general like why why do we gravitate towards youtubers like you know 2017 emma chamberlain now i'm saying 2017 emma chamberlain purely because that was in my mind energy anyway like a different kind of era of her um I, I love her now I love her content I love her podcast I think she is very very wise um but back in like 2017 her videos were very self-deprecating and that was the kind of era where everyone was like throwing themselves at her content and her fan base was unstoppable <laughs> um but I did want to talk about like why are we all why were we all kind of attracted to her in general like is it her personality or was it kind of the comfort we felt seeing our insecurities reflected in somebody our own age you know because really what you're saying is more relatable if you say it with negativity you know if I was to say like oh today I made banana bread no one's really gonna care that much <laughs> but if I said oh all I've done today is make banana bread. Someone else will be like, oh, well, all I've done today is do this too. Like it, it relates to you in a different way. Um, and I don't know whether that's just because of society and like we're kind of taught to belittle ourselves, really. Um, I don't know. It's a weird one to come across because you kind of think, well, is it because of society or is it because of the way my experiences have taught me to be, you know? Um but in general, crying on the internet is seen as vulnerable or being sad on the internet is seen as vulnerable. Like, what you're saying is more valuable if you don't look good saying it. You know, like, if... I, I did have this question while I was going through it. I was like, if Emma Chamberlain was someone who had, you know, wore loads of makeup in every single video, had a hair curled, had, like the perfect outfit the perfect everything and we never kind of saw the quote-unquote raw no makeup no filter emma would we all like her as much would she be as much of a standout youtuber do you know what i mean um or is it like the style of her videos being so honest and raw that keep the people watching um so yeah i think that's like, it's honestly such an interesting topic now in jade's video she brought up charles darwin and the kind of theory of like the best survive you know the ones that evolve and change will keep going and i think that kind of 
it does really make sense when you put it into the kind of aspect of the YouTube and social media world as to why like, oh, you know, people see a gap in the market with self-deprecating humor. Everybody hopped onto that Emma Chamberlain trend. Whether they kind of liked it or not, everybody did in some way. And I think it's kind of sad that, you know, we all felt like we had to put ourselves down in order to keep up. Um, now, I know that I did this, you know, I made a video, I don't know what year it was, a couple of years ago now, probably two, three years ago, um, of me like cooking something in my kitchen. <laughs> and um, that video is probably one of the like, I've got so much positive feedback on that video. And like in, I remember messages after that video being like, I love the style of this video. I love the editing. And I, if I wanted to, I could film and edit and talk like that however much I wanted to. But I remember watching that video back and being like, this is a lot more negative than my videos usually are, than I feel I actually am as a person. And um, it was edited almost in an Emma Chamberlain style, if you like, like her old style. I love her new style, by the way. Um, Good vibes. Anyway, um, (laughs) so yeah, it was kind of interesting to see that that was taken better. So I can see why kind of youtubers that were big before emma followed they had to change after that and there's nothing against emma by the way i absolutely love that girl with my whole heart um her what she's what she's achieved is unmatched she's great but um i'm just saying like imagine like would she have where would she be if if she wasn't using self-deprecating humor But I loved this thing that Jade said in the video, actually, which is an audience loves it when pretty people talk shit about themselves. And I thought this was a really, really interesting topic to cover um, because I've actually had experience of this. An audience does love it when pretty people talk shit about themselves because it makes us feel better. And it's that connection that I feel like we we like to receive, we like to have. And a lot of the time the connections are negative, which is quite sad, really, um, when you think about it. But um, seeing somebody say that they're not good or they're not doing good or their lives aren't going as like smoothly as they thought they were um, makes us feel better, which is backwards, you know? Like someone's win is at a loss. How fucked up is that? Um, but I feel like that's why we gravitate towards that kind of humour. Like it takes... it takes us away from focusing on the negative things in our own lives and makes us in a position where we can laugh at someone else's misfortunes we can laugh at what's going wrong in their life without having it come back on ours you know it can be like oh yeah I see see myself in this person but it's quite funny that their life is going worse than mine do I mean um you know I guarantee if I put out a video titled say I had a vlog and the vlog was all about I'm doing really great and then at the end of the vlog I talk about my teeth and the fact that I've got to have my wisdom teeth out and I might get nerve damage if it goes wrong like all the risks in any tooth operation if I title the video like I'm gonna have tooth damage people are more likely to click on that than if I title the video productive week in my life like people are more likely to click on a self-deprecating title which I think is really interesting especially from like a marketing and kind of social media point of view to see that people gravitate towards that is really a weird thing because you're like that's cool that people are relating but it's also not cool that people are wanting to 
consume that kind of content you know you know being competitive is great for some parts you know like improving yourself is amazing like you know if, if you're watching people on youtube to be like oh okay i can i can improve myself in that way like look at their editing i can i can maybe try something similar when i next edit that's great um but there is a point where like it can really be a detriment to you like it can hurt you being competitive because it means that you're not actually appreciating what you're doing yourself you know like for example there are some youtubers that i find myself comparing to a lot um whether that's people comparing me to them or me comparing myself to them um and i've had to stop watching some of their videos just because it's not the energy i want and it's literally nothing against them it's on me um and that is like that's the way it is like when you're at your worst and you see someone doing great it feels way worse do you know what I mean? That's why people like self-deprecating humour because it means that you're kind of constantly in this bubble of our lives are shit, but it's our, we're a community, we're all together, you know? Um, but it does, like, it traps the creators or the people you're watching in this kind of bubble of, oh, well, what if I want to say I'm actually happy, you know? Like, it's it's a really weird... It's a really difficult topic to talk about because I feel like I'm going around in circles, but I'm saying different things, I feel. So it's getting there. More and more people and more and more YouTubers and content creators are building their platform off of prying on other people's insecurities. And that not a lot of this is intentional at all. It's literally just like we're, we're used to a certain type of humor that maybe kind of favors that you know or we're in a we're in we're in a society that favors that there's a negative effect of every kind of genre pretty much you know like the productivity genre in essence you're prying off people that need help being productive and that could be someone's insecurity they're thinking oh shit i've got a, like i've got my gcse's in a week i really need help I haven't revised and then they go and watch someone's productivity video and they feel worse afterwards but that's a view, right? Like, that's how people sometimes see it. And it's really, really sad. Looking into this has really made me realise that you've actually got a lot more responsibility as a content creator, as a YouTuber, than you actually really realise. Um, you know, you can either help people and be sort of part of a community or you can be something that's making people feel worse. But... In general, I feel like we need to ask ourselves a question of like, why do we feel envious of things we don't actually desire? Everyone's different. Everyone has different advantages. You know, for example, I'm always going to have certain privileges. I'm always going to have these things that I never had a choice about. I never wanted these privileges, but it's an advantage that I've been handed there's people who have advantages of walking down the street at night and not being catcalled. No matter how rich, poor, whatever somebody is, like you're equal in values. You know, even a YouTuber with like a million subs, two million, three million, is equal to you. And like, I feel like we kind of put people on a pedestal and then when we can see something we relate to them on, it feels almost like better to us because we're like oh well if they can feel like that then like that's fine 
you know and sometimes it's not fine like sometimes you need to work on yourself because nobody else is going to do it you know as hard as it is to hear like no one else is doing it for you if your close group of three friends are the best friends to you they're there through everything like why do you feel bad when you see a group of 20 people why do you envy that when you don't actually desire it like you don't want that so why are you jealous of it because you don't need any more but it's almost that thing of we always want more we always require more we always feel like we need to outdo ourselves and outdo each other so when we see someone doing well doing positive it's like seeing our competition do better than us I think as well it's important to mention like the whole thing of like British culture um British comedy is very self-deprecating I feel like a lot of the humor here is that way which is why I think we usually enjoy that style of content like we like seeing people make fun of others but I feel like we do have to question at a point like is this actually healthy for us is it healthy for us to consume because there is like a joke there's a laugh there's a bit of a oh, that's 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 funny like this person's kind of made themselves look silly but there's a point where you have to go is is this actually healthy for me like do I actually want to consume this content um but yeah I think there's certain the problem is there's certain platforms that really favor that kind of content like TikTok for example although they are they are making some way into being a better content platform TikTok does generally favor content that is self-deprecating or negative um and I think that is kind of the platform's responsibility to an extent to limit that but also it's our own like if you are going through and you're liking negative things then negativity is going to find its way to get to you easier but if you're going through and you're just like swiping past the negative things it's not going to come back it's almost like you've got to see life as that way like if you if you're encountering negativity you have an option of how to deal with it um but making fun of yourself and being negative towards yourself is not the way to actually achieve that you know now another thing that i was um watching was cole hastings video which is titled self-deprecating humor is toxic um and he was talking about the subconscious mind about how like it it takes in all of the information like it takes in everything and it can't figure out what actually is false you know like while it seems relatable to consume this kind of content you're equally telling your mind that that's the truth so you're telling your mind that those thoughts are correct that those thoughts that you have that are similar to those ones that you are consuming on tiktok are correct and valid and are that that is real that's not just an insecurity you know um because really self-deprecating humor shouldn't be relatable um because the more you focus on the negative things the more you are amplifying that negativity and making it a bigger role in your life it's not cool to be depressed it's not cool to be broke it's not cool to be anxious and it's starting to become that way a bit again um like I literally looked at my TikTok for you page and there were things coming up of people making fun of mental health and being like ha huh, so here's a day in my life of like having anxiety and it really upset me because I was I was watching it and I was like, I struggle with that every day. 
And I relate to what this person's saying because I, I know exactly what they're saying is true. But kind of making that that kind of joke about it, if I didn't tell myself, oh, that's not actually a joke. If I was watching that when I was younger and I didn't really know that I had anxiety yet, I'd be telling my subconscious mind that, oh, it's kind of funny to have like these um, feelings that I'm having. It's kind of it's kind of good to have them because like these other people relate to it too, but it's not, <laughs> you know. Like a joke is a joke, and there can be like making fun of a situation, having a laugh with your friends. That that's to a point where it's funny, you know. But if you also put yourself down all the time, like if you are every time you see someone, you put yourself down. Other people are gonna feel like it's okay to put you down too, and then it becomes sort of bullying. Like, a joke is a joke, but there is a point where it goes past that. Like, it goes deeper. You really have to filter out what you want to consume, what you want to put out. And I'm not saying, like, have a chat with yourself, but also have a chat with yourself. (laughs) And be like, what am I consuming, actually? And, like, does that actually line up to how I've been feeling? Have I been on TikTok scrolling through self-deprecating humour for the past week? Does that line up to me struggling a little bit more in the past week? Yeah what you what you tell yourself can completely completely shift your mentality like to no end like saying i actually don't need to apologize for all this stuff maybe i should hold my sorrows for things that i actually am sorry for and deserve an apology you know allowing other people to talk negatively to you makes your brain think it's okay for you to think that too and there's like a joke i understand a joke's a joke i can take a joke that's fine (laughs) But it gets to a point where you have to stop allowing it because otherwise your brain starts to think, oh, wait, is that actually true? You know, like when I was getting bullied in school, <laughs> lovely thing to think about. Um, people would say stuff and I wouldn't really stick up for myself until like I got to like year 11. It was more like little comments. People probably didn't really think much of it. But to me, it meant like it really hurt you know if you if you say to your friend who maybe is making fun of something you're doing that you're actually really enjoying and you kind of made a joke about it once it's kind of gone on a bit too far if you say it and make a boundary of like yeah okay like we get it's funny but can we stop like that's making your brain go yeah you've got respect for yourself okay now my last thing i wanted to talk about is kind of like why talking negatively about yourself gets a bad response as you get older so like when you're younger and everyone's going through you know puberty and insecurity and feeling like anxious about certain things um for the first time like it seems so easy to have and to take in self-deprecating humor to make jokes at your own expense to make friends or to feel accepted but as you get older when you've got your friends you've got the people there people are just trying to work on themselves and don't necessarily have the time or energy to spend being negative towards themselves you know I can tell you now I have no time or energy to spend time being negative towards myself and whenever I do it's in a short couple of hours I'm talking to my boyfriend have a minor breakdown and then it's sorted (laughs) cheers if you're listening uh, you're great anyway um it's sort of that thing of I don't have the time to sit around all day every day 
treating myself with negativity so why would I want to put that energy out to other people because to me that's making it seem like it's okay like it's making me feel like I should be doing that more often if I get a laugh from it you know and that's not the way that you want to feel and not the way that really we should be feeling but society's told us that making fun of ourselves and putting ourselves at our, our jokes expense is the way to get a laugh you know comedians or whatever a lot of their jokes are self-deprecating and that's because that is what's going to relate to an audience like your audience is there of 200 300 people maybe even more to be honest and like what's your way of connecting to every single one of them picking on their insecurities that you've also had like it makes sense when you think about it but it's also fucked up (laughs) it is also fucked up (laughs) but um you know as you get older you learn to accept the things that you're insecure about I feel like it doesn't mean loving those things like it it doesn't mean you're like oh my god I love this thing about myself that you maybe don't but accepting that maybe you're not a biggest fan of things and just accepting those things that you're insecure about allows you to move forward allows you to keep going it doesn't stop you in your tracks yeah I don't know I feel like as you get older people have different humor boundaries as well like not everyone finds certain humor funny um I feel like everyone once you get to kind of 18 19 I feel like everyone's humor changes to what they actually find funny rather than things they that they've laughed at in a group situation you know people are way way more focused on their own lives and what they're doing wrong themselves to even consider what you're doing like nobody's really noticed that you spilled a drink on the floor you spilled it you cleaned it up sorted nobody's gonna go on about it and if they do it's kind of stupid it's just they don't know what else to say (laughs) um like people aren't focusing on your failures to put you down it's to make them feel better as horrible as that is you know like if people are saying stuff to you um and saying oh well like like i've had people be like hi you're a shit youtuber like it's not because i am it's because they have things that they're insecure about that they feel like they need to express but the way to do that is to make someone feel the way they do and that's what everyone says about like bullies you know like it is the same thing it's the same situation people will put you down to make themselves feel better because that is the way that society has been made it's not necessarily anything against that specific person but it is the society we live in um to kind of take that stuff for granted anyway i hope you're having a good week i hope this episode has sparked some sort of interest or thought for you um and I will see you next week. You can go and follow the Instagram at by Medley or at Laura Medley with two Y's. Um, and yeah, I will speak to you soon. Have a good week, guys.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.